Are you seeking to be in nutritional ketosis and need a pain-free, inexpensive, and non-invasive way to determine whether or not you are effectively burning fat for fuel? Then get your hands on the FDA-registered Class 1 medical device called Ketonics. It's a breath analyzer you can use thousands of times to test for the presence of acetone, the primary ketone body in the breath. It's been developed by a Swedish engineer with epilepsy as an alternative to the failed urine ketone strips and the expensive blood ketone strips. Ketonics is the first and best way to test for nutritional ketosis in the breath. Plus, you'll be able to chart your readings into convenient data to customize your ketogenic diet to you. Get your hands on the Ketonics 2015 in red or blue in North America for $150 at ketonics.co or get your Ketonics in the rest of the world at ketonics.com. If you love great olive oil, do I have a deal for you? As one of my listeners, you're entitled to receive for $1, listen to this, for just $1, a $39 bottle of one of the world's finest artisanal olive oils. And what makes this oil really special? It was just fresh pressed at the new harvest, so it's bursting with more harvest fresh flavor any olive oil you've ever tasted. It's yours for just one buck to help cover shipping as your introduction to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. And there's no obligation to buy anything now or ever. But what exactly is fresh pressed olive oil? And why is it so much more flavorful than store-bought olive oil? The problem with store-bought olive oils is that they can sit on store shelves for months, even years, growing stale or even rancid. The olive, after all, is a fruit. And olive oil is similar to a fruit juice in that it's much more flavorful when fresh pressed. And that's what's unique about oils from my friends at the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. They rush their oils direct to your door by plane and special delivery truck straight from the latest harvest. This means that you, your family, and lucky guests can enjoy top-of-the-line artisanal olive oils at their peak of harvest fresh flavor and nutritional value. This is great news for us low-carb lovers because pure fresh-pressed olive oil has zero carbs. Zero carbs! It adds whole layers of amazing flavor to your favorite low-carb dishes, your roasted vegetables, healthy salads, grilled meats, delicate fish, toasted nuts. Oh yeah! I can tell you from personal experience, once you try this fresh-pressed olive oil, you'll never go back to store-bought again. Try it yourself and see. For your 39 bottle for a buck, go to jimmyoliveoil.com. That's jimmyoliveoil.com. One more time, jimmyoliveoil.com. Coming up in episode 1228, Dr. Philip Blair. Connecting and educating and making the world a more informed and healthier place. You're listening to the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. You've helped change so many lives and give us all the courage to take on the rest of the world. This is the longest running health podcast on the air today. You've done so much to spread the word about how diet matters. Over 1,000 episodes strong and counting. The amount of lives that you've changed at this point is incalculable. And now, here's our host and international best-selling author you're like the LL Cool J of podcasting Jimmy Moore hey hey guys we're back here on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore and today I'm very privileged to welcome back to the podcast again it's been a little while since I've had Dr. Philip Blair on here but he's a uh, retired colonel in the army 
uh, family physician and consultant in disease management in the Northwest. He graduated from West Point in 1972, attended the University of Miami School of Medicine, and then trained as an Army family physician, also served as a combat physician in the first Gulf War. After medical assignments in three different continents, he retired from the Army, started consulting for chronic disease of the kidney, and after recognizing the benefits of a low-carb diet and a ketogenic lifestyle, he started expanding his approach to include, include all major diseases and metabolic disorders. So he's he's been out there a little while. You might know him from the Space Doc website. He uh, did a lot of really great work with Dr. Dwayne Gravelin, uh, who unfortunately passed away last year. Uh, during the past three years, he's been studying the human body's natural, and I'm going to get him to say this word. I, I'm going to take a stab at it, Phil. Endocannabinoid or ECS system. That did I do okay? That's perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> on metabolism, which is why he's here today. We're going to talk about that and its effect on hormones and infl inflammation and so much more. Dr. Blair, welcome back to the Live and La Vida Low Carb Show. Well, thanks, Jimmy. It's great to be back with you again. So much has happened in the last few years uh, since I last spoke to your group and uh, talked about different subjects, as well as speaking on the low-carb cruise. Yeah, you've kind of been a staple on the low-carb cruise uh, for a few years, and you're speaking again at this year's event. Uh, you're actually going to do a nice little tribute to Dr. Gravelin at that event. So we're real excited to have you back again. And you were one of my experts in cholesterol clarity uh, my very first book with a major publisher. So uh, I appreciate all that you have contributed uh, to my work and to the greater work of trying to get people healthy. Well, it's a great privilege to be able to do that. And I learned so much from what you have to teach and the people that you have on board and the experts that you bring into a more popular venue. It's, it's wonderful to hear that. I certainly further my education because I need to know a lot more. There is so much to learn on the body and yeah. the systems that we're working with. Yeah, I wish uh, more MDs uh, took that kind of initiative. Unfortunately, it's just not the norm. You're the exception, not the rule. <laughs> well, that's regrettable. I yeah. would think that we would all be studying. If it's not studying uh, from the literature, we'd be studying our patients to find out what kind of improvements that we can make and stretching it outside of the box, which has really been a hallmark for me, trying to move out of the regular uh, issues of the standard medications and look for what really works well. Right. Well, I brought you on here today because you wanted to talk about a subject uh, on the low-carb cruise, and I was like, whoa, 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 that's real advanced, even for that crowd. So why don't we bring you on the podcast where you can kind of explain it, and you're very good at kind of explaining things that are very complex and making them understandable to a lay audience, which is most of my audience. So you, you were tel telling me about that uh, endocannabinoid uh, system. ECS from now on is what we'll call that. Um, first of all, what is this and why do we need to care about it? Well, it's a very, very important system within our body. You know, years ago, I did a presentation was the unifying theory of modern disease and that being the carbohydrate problem. In the last several years, I've drilled down further into the carbohydrate. And whereas some people will point to other particular pathways, 
um, like insulin, which right. is very valid, and the use of ketones, which is very valid as well. But I was drilling down deeper and discovered the endocannabinoid system. Now, this is a total body system that most people are unaware of. And if you ask I've never your heard doctor, of it. <laughs> he's going to going to uh, put his head like to a space side. alien. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Talk about space doc. Yeah. Um, no. And so it's really important that you understand that this is the modulator for the whole body that's working and interfacing between the neurologic system, the hormone system, and the immunologic system. And it's connecting all of these systems up to maintain normal. We're not talking about making you high or doing something extraordinary in terms of super person. You're trying to maintain the body in its health and keep it working smoothly. Yeah. So this is something that's kind of flown below the radar. Is this taught in medical school? No, it's not. Hmm. That's interesting part of it that you'll find less than 5% of doctors who are really aware of the endocannabinoid system. And, and of course, the first thing that they related to is marijuana. And there is a a mystique uh, that's associated with marijuana that says, no, I'm not going to have anything to do with it, uh, especially among the conventional medical branches. So it, that's disappointing because the system was actually discovered in 1992, and it consists of these incredible number of receptors that are all over the body, as well as ligands or molecules that connect up uh, to those receptors. And in addition, of course, there's the enzymes that make these formula, these particular molecules, as well as break them down. So they're, they're located everywhere in the body, predominantly in the brain and the immune system. But more and more, we're finding evidence for these receptors and these signaling systems in every organ of the body. And it sounds like because of that, it literally is involved with just about every single chronic disease there is. That's right. We're seeing more and more consistent information that shows uh, what I like to call dysfunction of the endocannabinoid system. Mm -hmm. And it's really quite pervasive, um, particularly it's been discovered and identified in obesity, in diabetes, in metabolic syndrome, in PTSD, and a number of other things as well. Mm -hmm. What is its relationship with the insulin pathway? Do they cross? Oh, yes. In fact, one of the mechanisms for releasing insulin in the beta cells actually goes through the endocannabinoid system, as well as uh, stimulating insulin production. So you have uh, multiple pathways. In fact, there may be some evidence for the turning off of uh, beta pancreatic cells, the ones that produce insulin, yeah. by the endocannabinoid system or byproducts that occur with it. So that's where type 1 diabetes can come into play. Absolutely. Well, it's not, not only type 1, but it's also has to do with uh, type 2 because you're, you're fully aware that with uh, type 2, the diabetics do lose their beta cells and they, they get turned off as well or they die. Right. Well, it certainly sounds like something that people need to be aware of. And maybe they're listening to this and going, OK, my head's spinning a little bit because I'm not real sure what this is all about. But what do we do with this information to test how this whole ECS function uh, is working in our bodies? Is there a way to measure it or test it? 
Well, there are some tests that can measure um, inflammation, but there aren't any specific tests right now for looking at the endocannabinoids or the endocannabinoid receptors. Right now, it's focused on doing um, uh, PET scans of uh, the particular uh, receptors to identify those, or it's looking at some serum levels of some of the endocannabinoids, and, and they come up. They don't come up very well uh, in that area because mainly they are local. They're occurring right at the synapses of the nerves or right where the cells are interfacing uh, so that it's a very localized effect in the organ or in the nerve cell or in the brain uh, where it's happening. And so you, it's difficult to get really accurate levels of the endocannabinoids that are circulating in the body. But we can look at it in terms of some of the uh, inflammatory signals the um, that that you might see whether it's a C-reactive protein or now I I can see and we can we can identify uh, a um, some of the cytokines that are involved in the inflammatory pathway yep. that can be a signal for what's going on within the body and then more recently they are finding associations with some of the endocannabinoids that are circulating in the body uh, some ones that uh, we haven't really used very much and and are not commonplace in terms of measurement yeah. So in terms of testing for inflammation, an HSCRP would be a pretty standard one. Same with homocysteine, maybe IGF-1. Anything else people should be aware of? No, I think those are the main ones that, um, that, that you would be looking at. You can measure how off track or dysfunctional your system is if these things are out of balance. So I think they're good general measures. Unfortunately, we don't have anything uh, other than some very sophisticated tests of looking at the endocannabinoids. Well, and the grand question becomes, okay, you find that you have elevated inflammation and you can assume that this ECS uh, system is involved somehow. What do you do about it? Well, that's something that we've actually been working at all along, and we just didn't know it. Yeah. Things like that that work on the endocannabinoid system are things like exercise, uh, eating um, a clean and healthy diet, uh, using um, omega-3 oils. These are all effects that uh, actually enhance the endocannabinoid system. And even things like um, osteopathic manipulation and massage, they, ha- they are actually shown to increase the levels of endocannabinoids and, and rebalance them. So chiropractic? Yes. Wow. Exactly. In fact, many any they were healers and didn't even know how they were healers. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's isn't that the mystery? We've got so many of these techniques that, well, gee, um, technically, if you go to the scientists, they say, well, these don't work, and there's no mechanism. But when you look at the results, you see it is working. Now, acupuncture works. The Chinese have been using it for millennia. So yeah. why is that? And the explanation uh, is more along the lines of religion rather than the science. Well, the endocannabinoid system can make that connection. And that's why it's really quite exciting. So I'm looking at that word endocannabinoid. And right in the middle of it, it looks like the word cannabis is in there. Is there any relationship between that and cannabis? Mainly in the sense that we, the molecules that were involved with the system were done as a result of research on cannabis. Ah. And there's, 
there's two major compounds that occur with cannabis, and that's THC uh, and um, cannabidiol or CBD. And now the THC is the one that makes people can make people high, and the cannabidiol is one that is non-psychoactive. It mm-hmm. doesn't have any uh, ill effect on awareness. In fact, there's some enhancing effects that come along with it. So is that like hemp seeds and some of these other health uh, products that are out there? Is that what you're referring to with the latter? Not exactly, okay. because there's different quantities in the in the sense that there's THC and CBD in some of the uh, edible products. Yes, the, that's there. But mostly we're talking about doing some extraction or doing some vaporization of uh, some of the cannabis. Now, what it turns out with um, you can get cannabidiol uh, that doesn't contain any of the THC or any of the psychoactive substances, and that's entirely legal. It doesn't have to be any relationship to medical marijuana or any prescribing uh, requirements whatsoever, and it's available in all all 50 states and territories as well as 22 countries so it's widely available but there are other cannabinoids that you can get what we call phytocannabinoids the Mm -hmm. ones that are coming from plants Um, and you can get those and you actually get those in many of your foods something like um, black pepper um, is actually a cannabinoid and tulsi tulsi tea or or holy uh, basil is is also has a cannabinoid substance in it um, that is stimulatory, and it Tessel may be tea? the reason. What is Tessel T? Um, basil, holy basil, is uh, Tulsi. Tulsi T. Spell spell that because I'm not hearing. T U L S I. Oh, Tulsi! I got it. Awesome. Well, even even flax contains a certain amount of cannabinoids. It actually it contains some amount of uh, cannabidiol. The seed but or the, the oil concentrations are are fairly low. Is it the, the the flax seed or the flax oil, or does it matter? Yeah, the flax oil. Wow, that's cool. Is the fat important in that? Well, the the fat is a is a good fat to take in, and right. it certainly has a certain number of omega threes in it. Um, and all of these cannabinoids are actually lipid based, so they're very much like a, a fat molecule, and that's one of the reasons why they are well absorbed and they integrate within the body. Do you miss pizza because it's not a part of your low-carb lifestyle? Then let me introduce you to Real Good Pizza Company. Go to realgoodpizzaco.com and you'll see they have grain-free, gluten-free pizzas that are frozen, 25 grams of protein, 4 grams of carbohydrates, and lots and lots of healthy fats. They only use real food ingredients, almost no carbs, and it's perfect for any low-carb and ketogenic lifestyle. The crust is made from all-natural Parmesan and chicken. The chicken is antibiotic-free and hormone-free. The tomatoes in the sauce and the vegetables in the Supreme are non-GMO, and the cheese is locally sourced and all-natural as well. It's healthy, guilt-free pizza that actually tastes like a pizza. Again, it's called Real Good Pizza. Head on over to realgoodpizzaco.com and be sure to use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout to get 10% off your order as well as free shipping. Real good pizza. 
Wouldn't you love to find a nut that is low in carbs, high in fat, and perfect as a healthy ketogenic snack? Well, look no further than Peely Nuts. That's spelled P-I-L-I. Go to eatpeelynuts.com and use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout to get 10% off of your order of these one-of-a-kind keto nuts. Peely Nuts are higher in fat than any other nut out there with a whopping 23 grams of total fat, and they have the fewest carbohydrates at just one gram per one ounce serving. Plus, these delicious nuts are loaded with a full array of vitamins and micronutrients, including vitamin E, magnesium, potassium, manganese, calcium, phosphorus, and more because of the mineral-rich volcanic soil that they're harvested from in the Philippines. If you've never tasted a peely nut, you'll be pleased to know that it's got a soft bite and a buttery flavor unlike any other nut you've ever put in your mouth. EatPeelyNuts.com is the original company to bring sprouted peely nuts to the United States and are also the first to offer them sprouted in coconut oil for added healthy saturated fats. I absolutely love peely nuts and I think you will too. Try them for yourself by visiting eatpeelynuts.com and don't forget to use my special coupon code LLVLC at checkout to get 10% off of your order. Give them a taste and you'll see there's no better nut than a peely nut. We're talking to Dr. Philip Blair. He's from the website, by the way, ProHealthAdvisor.com, if you want to check out more of uh, who he is and what he's all about. But uh, let's get into uh, some other topics that are of interest to you. Um, and the ECS one is really fascinating. It's a little over a lot of people's heads, so I'll let them kind of soak this in and you know learn more by, by following you. So how can they learn more? What, what are some of the resources that are out there besides yourself, or are you pretty much the pretty much the exclusive one talking about this? Oh, hardly. It's a, a rising tide of awareness as we're making many of these connections. Um, and so there's there's actually quite a bit of information that is available. I think one of the best websites to learn more about the endocannabinoid system is projectcbd.org. Um, that has a lot of information, links to literature research and discussions uh, that are going on by prominent scientists who are delving into this. And there's another website. If you go onto YouTube, um, you can research cannabidiol and the National Institute of Drug Abuse. They have a number of lectures that are really outstanding uh, that are talking about the benefits of the cannabinoids and, and how they interact with the body for some major problems like neurodegenerative diseases, uh, epilepsy, um, uh, PTSD, uh, some extraordinary uh, talking discussion, uh, as well as uh, practice for what some physicians are using um, the cannabinoids for. Yes, I was going to get into PTSD, and this is something that we know um, a ketogenic diet. A lot of these um, kind of issues can can assist uh, a ketogenic diet can assist with. So, what is what is your interest in PTSD? Why why is this on your radar screen? Well, I mean, in particular, I'm a soldier. I was in combat, mm -hmm. and I know that this is a major affliction uh, for a good percentage of the military. It may be uh, as many as 15% um, of the soldiers coming back from a significant combat or even uh, working within the, the U.S. and yeah. not having been in contact in combat will also experience uh, this uh, terrible affliction that is fairly relentless. 
some of the new information. So I'm, I'm fascinated by it. And if I could find a resource in order to correct this and resolve it, uh, I would dearly love to because the, the carnage that's occurring as a result of the incapacitation, impairment and yeah. the suicide level is just stunning. Is it physical or mental? What, what's going on with PTSD? It's both. Okay. You know, one of the, the, what you have is a dysfunction in the brain uh, where the pathways are sort of, they won't forget. So they keep remembering these particular incidents that are traumatic for them and they keep replaying. It's almost like uh, you're looking at uh, Groundhog Day again and again. <laughs> wow. Yikes. So on the other hand, your brain's on Memorex. Uh, yeah. And you can't get rid of the memory. That's mm. the other part. There's actually two different parts of the memory, the fear memory that occurs. And we're, we're talking about fear memory, sort of emotional memory. We're not talking about remembering stuff right. in general and facts and details. And so that in that fear memory, what happens is you keep re-remembering these events just like they are happening again and again in real time. And so that's why you get these flashbacks. That's why you get these constant dreams. That's why you get these um, terrors uh, that occur. And that's also why you can't get rid of it. You can't extinguish it. And the normal pathway for getting rid of these thoughts isn't there. It's not working. And then, and what I want to really connect for you is yeah. that this affects the body. It's affecting the body in terms of the hormone production, the catecholamines, the adrenaline, cortisol, the, the fight or flight, the cortisol. All these things are all out of whack. And so these people feel on edge. It's just like they're constantly in combat, even though they're not even close to it. Wow. So what's the current methods for treating it? And is there something that's better that nobody's talking about? Well, current treatment is focused on uh, antidepressants, uh, anti-anxiety agents, uh, sleep medications, uh, and hypnosis a dozen or maybe. so. Say again? I said, uh, do some implore hypnosis to try to break them out of that cycle? There's been a great deal of effort in all areas to try to find out what it is. Yeah. Psychotherapy is really important, cognitive behavioral, and that's the counseling that goes along as well as group counseling. Those things will work uh, over time. It's just that there's a number of people who don't get a very good response from those things. Hmm. Well, it's certainly something that's very important, and uh, I'm glad to hear that someone like Dr. Philip Blair is on the ca on the case to try to figure things out. So thank you for that. Well, I would, I would like to pursue that because there's a number of other connections. You're right. Ketogenic diet is effective for that. And one of the reasons may be has to do with how the ketogenic diet works and signals the brain and the nerve tissues. It, in fact, what happens is with the cannabinoid system is it's doing something similar. And, if, and there is evidence for an endocannabinoid dysfunction in particular for PTSD showing, you know, high amounts of... Of, um, endocannabinoid receptors mm -hmm. uh, that are located in the brain and very low amounts of the um, signaling or the ligand molecules that are supposed to be circulating there. So all of that seems to connect up. Do you know if anybody's doing any research with some of these exogenous ketones trying to uh, see if they have any effect on PTSD? Well, yes. You know, 
uh, University of Pennsylvania is doing quite a bit uh, with it. And um, the realm of caring is uh, helping people with regard to PTSD and some of the uh, cannabinoids and the exogenous cannabinoids. Um, and you have uh, National Institute of Drug Abuse is very interested in the research and trying to find out more about that. But in terms of um, individual researchers that are going on, I think there's a lot of discussion about it, but I don't think that any of that has moved very far forward. The VA system has been quite interested, and in, in doc, uh, Dr. Cecily has been uh, quite involved in, uh, in quite promoting of the use of cannabis type of uh, substances for PTSD. Mm. Wow. Well, definitely, it's a stay tuned, and, and let's see what happens in the coming years. And again, thank you for your leading the charge in that effort. But before I let you go, there's one other subject that uh, it was kind of cool when I saw you wanted to talk about this whole body vibration therapy. I actually have one of these vibration plates in my house now. I, I found out the hard way, Philip, you have to stick it on on solid ground <laughs> or it starts to bounce around on the floor. Oh, my. <laughs> you might feel like you're on a boat. <laughs> Yeah, and not and not a fun boat either. So, uh, so yeah. So whole vibration. Why don't more people do this uh, with the whole body vibration? Because there's they're showing so many amazing benefits to it. It just seems like a no brainer. Well, the science is really quite fascinating where you get a reflex action by the muscles in the body that tighten up and they actually use uh, small amounts of uh, energy as if you were exercising. And it's uh, totally passive. I, I think once again, uh, compared to the endocannabinoids, it's like, uh, this sounds like uh, false information. Right. It doesn't sound like it's real. But actually, the science is quite excellent with regard to whole body vibration. Yeah, you just have to bend your knees just a little bit or your eyeballs start going up and down. <laughs> I've been using uh, whole body vibration for years now. Yeah. In fact, I actually had uh, Dr. Gravelin was uh, a whole body vibration. And, of course, that's quite interesting for a, a space doc to be using whole body vibration. And we were actually looking at trying to get uh, the – um, uh, the astronauts uh, involved with it, including the space station, uh, using this because it has such uh, huge advantages, especially in terms of generating gravity. I was going to say, w wouldn't that be kind of interesting to have that in space for them to stand on and almost kind of simulate gravity? Right. So it would. And the whole idea... Um, of course, in, in the space situation, you don't have any gravity, and right. so you don't have any resistance. And what the uh, whole body vibration does is it pushes you up and pulls you down. Um, and in that process, the muscles react and try to rebalance and reposition. And so they fire. The muscle cells are firing. And so you can get as many as uh, 40 muscle contractions per second using whole body vibration. Wow. And and the result is it's like uh, walking a mile in a minute. Wow. So uh, prevent the muscle loss that happens during uh, going to space. <laughs> How cool would that That's be? That's right. And uh, the muscle loss and the bone loss. And the bone loss, right. And, then, and what it, one of the definitions has been that this actually induces a gravity effect. And so at very short intervals and relatively comfortable, you're able to get as many as uh, – 10 uh, gravities apply to you, as if you were on the uh, surface of Jupiter. Wow. 
One thing I find that when I get off of it, I'm tingling so much and I have kind of a sense of euphoria. Is that because of the vibration that happens in the in the neuro uh, system in the body? No, I actually think that's some signaling that they, as a result of exercise, we release different hormones. Of, and actually, we, re- we re- release um, uh, probably endocannabinoids, and that goes to the brain and signals the benefit. A lot of people have misunderstood. They, they have thought that exercise induces um, endorphins. Well, endorphins right. are too large to get to the brain. So they're not occurring there. They actually, it has to be endocannabinoids that circulate up from the body. And those, so these are substances that are released and, and go up and give you that signaling to the brain that everything is doing well. I knew you'd tie it back to endocannabinoids again. <laughs> That's awesome. So where can people get one of these vibration plates? I actually got mine from Dave Asprey and his bulletproof.com uh, website. But uh, where can people get one? Or is it only available from like doctor's offices? I know my chiropractor has one. They're really uh, quite uh, popular, and there's a lot of people who are selling them. I've been working with a company called HyperVibe, mm-hmm. and I think that they offer prob- probably one of the best devices uh, out of the group at a cost-effective manner. Yeah. And there's some very expensive, and they can go as high as $15,000. but. Um, that I think that's way out of the realm. On the other hand, uh, on Amazon, you can get one for a couple hundred dollars, and those tend to be junk. Yeah. Yeah. Be, buyer beware. Don't get the 15000 but don't get the couple hundred. <laughs> I think mine was around uh, $1,100. Yeah. I'm, the the HyperVibe has a... It has the base model, which is a portable model, which is really nice. And yeah. it's similar to Dave Asbury's in that it's a, just a platform. But um, Dave, is, I think, is fixed at a fixed uh, frequency at 30 hertz. It is. You hertz. can't change the frequency, right. Yeah. And the HyperVibe is changeable. You oh, can cool. uh, rotate it from 5 to uh, 20 uh, hertz. And that's generally good enough for most people. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're, if you're not shaking the body with a whole body vibration therapy, definitely give it a go. It's uh, something that I found is helpful, um, e- even just from the I feel good after I do it standpoint, even if it's doing nothing beyond that. Uh, I know I'm getting that benefit, but it's good to know it's uh, stimulating the body's natural endocannabinoids as well. Now that we know what that means, uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, it, you know, the, the hypervibe or the whole body vibration is, um, is really tightening up your muscles. You may or may not have noticed that your whole muscle or your whole body's muscle structure is tighter. It is. It's firmer. And you can even, you don't have to just stand on it. You can sit on it or you can do push-ups, push-ups on it. Push-ups on it, yeah. That's right. So it's a, it really can be a whole body. And then the, you can, one of the other ways to add to that is to put some extra weights in your hands. And so you're standing up and uh, in sort of a slightly knee bent position and doing arm curls with some heavy weights. That, that'll accelerate the biceps and build biceps as well as doing some tricep work. It truly is amazing, and it, it definitely adds a new dimension. Well, we definitely covered a lot of territory here today. Again, his name, Dr. Philip Blair. Check him out at ProHealthAdvisor.com. We'll have a link to it in the show notes section at TheLiveInLowCarbShow.com. But Dr. Blair, always a pleasure to speak with you. Cannot wait to see you on the 10th annual Low Carb Cruise coming up in May this year. So we'll see you then. I'm excited about being there with you and talking to more people. 
Coming up next time on the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show, we'll have a board-certified sports physician, his name, Dr. Anthony Gustin. Get show notes for today's episode at theliveinlowcarbshow.com. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review at iTunes. Thanks for listening to the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show. We'll see you next time. 